Welcome back to Addiction and Codependency Breakthrough. I am your host, Heidi Rain, and I am so grateful that you're here today. This is one of the most important topics that we can discuss. This is accumulation of almost a decade worth of experience inside one of the world's leading drug and alcohol treatment centers, where I helped thousands of alcoholics and addicts get well, and I helped hundreds of families through running, facilitating, creating the family program and also all of the codependency programming. So I'm going to tell you, you have more influence and more power in this situation than you believe is possible, than you could even imagine. Now I know that seems crazy. Heidi, I have no control. In fact, everybody tells me I have no control. The advice I've gotten is to just turn my back and let it go because there's nothing that can be done. I don't have any control over this. Okay. There is a dynamic of not having any control over the addict or alcoholic, but I'll tell you what the hell you do have. Massive, massive influence, massive influence on whether or not somebody gets well or not and whether they stay well whenever they get out of treatment. So this, like I said, is one of the most important lessons that you could be here for today. I'm so grateful that you're here. You are the one that comes to these videos and comes to the podcast so that you can learn everything you want to learn about addiction and codependency and recovery so that you can help your loved one get better. Great. I'm so glad you're here. But if you've been watching these videos for a while and you know the value that they're giving you and you want to go all the way deeper, the six keys that I'm going to give you today on how to help your loved one how to survive their addiction, how to help them get well, how to what to do when they get out of recovery. It's basically everything you need to know. The six keys is everything you need to know about recovery. But I'm just going to do the overview of these six things today. If you want to go deeper in these six things, then I want you to consider coming alongside of me inside of my live coaching container, which is Addiction Recovery Breakthrough. And in that course, I'm there with you live every single week, looking at you through Zoom. You have the content, you have all the material that you need, but I'm answering your questions live. We are there hammering this out, going through it. It is a very small container, so you don't get lost in that container. And unlike Al-Anon, which is a really awesome support network, I am a consultant, an addiction consultant, so I'm going to be giving you strategic advice. I'm going to be sharing with you my best secrets best strategies, best coping mechanisms, all the things that you need to learn in order to help your loved one and you restore your peace and sanity and get your family back. I'm so grateful for you because so many people are like, what's their shit, Heidi? It's their problem. Addiction's their problem. They're wreaking so much havoc on my life. Why have I have the one to be to join the program or spend the money or do the thing? And I'm so pissed off and resentful about that when it's they who created all this. So here I go. Now, look, I get that perspective, but I want you to know it is so important that you do consider investing in yourself and in this program, because these things that I tell you are life-changing, not just for you, not just for the addict and alcoholic, but for transforming the whole family, restoring the peace and the sanity to the family unit. So if that's something that you want to do, I highly recommend you go deeper with me inside of the course and inside of the coaching program so that you can get the transformation that you and your family really deserve and that you're looking for. Okay. So let's dive right into it. And by the way, if you're interested in that um, program, you can anytime go over to HeidiRain.com and schedule a consultation so we can make sure it's a good fit and I can explain how it works and everything like that. All right. So 
Today, I'm going to give you these six keys. How these six keys came about, like I said, when I was in the drug and alcohol treatment center working with thousands of addicts and alcoholics and hundreds of families, there were things, mistakes that kept coming up over and over again and things that I would witness that families didn't know when their loved one would come home or try to get them into treatment. And, and, and you know what? At its worst, when the families aren't equipped and prepared to know what they know, your loved one getting well is like they come home and you're the immune system. You know, the family is the immune system, kind of keeping the everybody well and healthy and staying healthy and being okay no matter what's going on is so important, not for just your sanity and your children's sanity, but also to be able to influence the alcoholic or addict and help them, and help them make the decision to get into recovery and be in control in charge of their life even more. So these, these six things are, are miraculous. These six things are exactly what you need to know. There's nothing more. There's nothing less. This is exactly from all this research with all these people that I've told you. So by now I know you're really excited to learn these six things. And I'm so glad because again, you are the one, you're the one that makes all the difference because you're here. You're the one that's here. So let's dive into it. Make sure you grab a pen, a piece of paper, a notebook, whatever it is, and let's d- dive into each one of these. And of course, like I said, at any time, you're like, Heidi, I think I really need to learn how to do that one. Heidi, that's another one I need to learn how to do. Then I want to encourage you. Let me come alongside of you and dig that well so we can go all the way down to the bottom, get all the information we need. Go to HeidiRain.com to schedule that consultation. So number one. The first thing that you need to learn when you're dealing with an addict and alcoholic to help your family stay well, get better, and live the healthiest life possible is you need to cultivate a sense of discernment. Oh, what's discernment, Heidi? Well, discernment is being able to see the reality of what the hell's going on. Oh, Heidi, I I, I know what's going on. I see what's going on here. I don't believe that for one second because I'm going to tell you the truth. If you really saw clearly exactly what was going on with that addict or alcoholic, we would, uh, we wouldn't be here today. Okay. Um, and, and I know that's a bold thing to say, but I think that what happens is, especially if you've been dealing with this for a long time and everybody's at a different stage. Some of us have been dealing with this for years, decades, months, or minutes. Everybody's different in their process, but we all tend to do this one thing, which is, kind of shut down our truth, kind of, kind of want to see, we want to see what's going on in this addiction, but we're kind of like this, you know, because many of us, if we're really honest, especially if you're a husband or wife, one of your biggest fears is actually that you're going to have to end the relationship. So there's only so much you want to see, because if you see it all, the fear is I'm going to have to get out of this. And many of you aren't ready to do that. I want you to understand something. When I work with you, I work with you for a period, a minimum of three months in order to get started. I don't want you making any major decisions to end your relationship until you complete the program. So, you know, do you want to stay, go? We have three whole months together to figure that out. So where there's no urgency to discern, should I stay or should I go? I just mean discernment in the fact that you are willing to see what you need to see. That has to be step one. So many of us are stuck in this place of minimizing. Um, well, it's not as bad as, as, as it could be. You know, his brother is so much worse than he is. 
Um, you know, she's, she's not as bad when she just smokes a little pot, but when she takes pills, she's much worse. So I don't mind if she smokes a little, we minimize. The children don't really know what's going on. They're not really aware because I kind of shield and protect them. Now, when we see the truth of that situation and we're willing to really discern what's going on, we see our kids know exactly what the heck's going on. Okay. And also it is worse than you think it is. It's not just a little bit of pills, a little bit of alcohol. It's much bigger. It's much, much bigger. The second thing we do when we don't have good discernment is we rationalize people's bad behavior. We say things, we have toxic compassion and we say things like, well, you know, they just, nobody ever helps them in their life and they grew up the way they grew up. So their trauma, we bond to that story of addiction. Well, trauma created this. And so that's why they're there. And, you know, I really can't, can't abandon them when they're at their worst. And that's what they tell me. You know, so they're using because they're, they're, they're getting fired or they're, you know, getting laid off or they're using because their mom died, you know, all the things that we do to rationalize an addict or alcoholic's behavior. That's a deadly behavior that you enact when you're in a relationship with an addict or an alcoholic. It's a deadly behavior. Why? Because people, when we rationalize their bad behavior, we're co-signing it. But yeah, that's fucked up. Go get high. Yeah, I get it, brother. You you need to drink. I I get it. You have too much anxiety. Whatever's bullshit story we're signing up for is part of the problem. Okay. That's part of the reason that, that we're not motivating and influence people to get better because we're right there in and with them going, I'd rather I'd get high too. You know, maybe you're saying you don't do that. Instead, what you do is you're hypercritical. You point out everything that's going on. You're the whistleblower in the family. And you don't have any problem seeing clearly and telling people what to do. Well, you don't have that discernment because you're harping and nagging and complaining instead of coming from a position of where we need to be coming from to actually motivate and encourage somebody to get better. I know that the addict or alcoholic has told you a million times, hey, when you talk to me like that, it makes me want to get high. They blame you for their use. They 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 blame everything they're doing on how you're approaching this. Look, you don't make somebody drink or get high, but there are ways that you're going about this with this condemnation and criticism that just aren't helpful. Okay, so we need to discern what addiction really is and isn't and discern um, also uh, what the reality of the situation is versus um, our made up stories in our mind. If you love me, you quit. I get why you're using, you know, all the things that we tell ourselves. So when I work with you in this discernment, there's a full two weeks in the program and the coaching court just spent on what we need to discern here. What's what? You can't make any progress in your relationship at all in this recovery dynamic if you don't know what's what. You got to figure out what you're dealing with. It's like when you go into the physician and you have a little cough or cold, they've got to do a full workup. They've got to see exactly what's going on in that dynamic. And we take our time to see what is the history here? What is the story? And many times because you love your loved one, you can't see. Not only do we don't want to see, but love also is blind. Even though you might be running out of love, you might be feeling like I've reached the bottom of the barrel here with my love. Um, you know that you see your loved one differently than an objective person would. 
to be able to come in and tell you what's really going on and help you discern what's going on. So you can borrow my discernment, which is my giftedness. Okay. I happen to have that as a gift and thank God I do, because I have always been able to kind of see, to kind of see what's going on there so I can help you, but you've got to be willing to do that too. You got to take the blinders off and be willing to look. Most people don't see because they're afraid to look, but not you. You want to know the truth of the situation and get in there. And believe me, knowing it is not worse than not knowing it. It's ignorance is not bliss in a situation like this. Okay. At all by any stretch of the imagination. Also with discernment, we, we just, we, we don't know. Well, let me get into the other ones because they're going to trickle over into some of these other things. What I was thinking is we don't know what's addiction and what's our person. We can't discern between well, is, is this how this person really is? Or is this the addict? Are they really a narcissist or is this just addiction? Are they a mean person or is this just addiction? We have this inability to discern the addict or alcoholic from the person we love. We don't know what's what. And that's another thing we have to discern. So which leads me to the second key. So if you want to know how to discern that, you have to have education. And this is our E acronym and the DECIDE method. So after we get discernment, now we need edu education. That's a continuation into this. Most people do not understand addiction, including addicts or alcoholics themselves. I would be teaching at the Drug and Alcohol Treatment Center and I say, how do you think you got addicted? And they say, well, my grandpa was an alcoholic, so I just was born, you know, just in the genes. And, and so I look at them and I say, well, every single person on the planet has the addiction gene. Well, what do you mean? Yeah, science has discovered that every single person on the planet has the propensity to become an addict and alcoholic and has the addiction gene. We all have that chip in our brain for compulsivity or no, but I just have an addictive personality. I was born with an addictive personality, they'll say. And I'll say, well, no, the addictive personality, there's been lots of studies that have been done. The addictive personality is what develops in addiction. Not, not you don't have that so you become an addict. It, it, the addictive personality is what takes over your personality after you become an addict and alcoholic. Well, wasn't I just born this way? No, actually only 2% of the population or so is born, it's probably higher now, it's born addicted and they go through withdrawal as babies. But you, you trained yourself into addiction. You trained yourself into addiction, just like any human being on the planet has the propensity to become an addict or an alcoholic if they use a substance compulsively over and over again. Well, why did you choose to do that? Well, I don't know. I just wanted to feel good. Just like the way beer tastes, you know, just, just really liked how that pill made me feel. Nope. That's not why you're doing it. So we, if the addict or alcoholic doesn't even know how addiction happens, why it happened to them, how the hell are they going to fix that? If they don't even really know what it is, if we keep teaching people that they just wake up and they're magically addicted because their grandpa was an alcoholic. I mean, that is so archaic and such bullshit and such an old way of teaching things. That's not how this thing happens. That is not how this thing works. And why am I so mad about that? Why do I get so fired up? Because the misinformation perpetuates the, the problem. Well, you know, Heidi, it's a disease and that's why I'm an addict and alcoholic because I'm a disease. Well, no, it's actually, a, you know, oh, because, well, why'd you relapse? Well, you know, it's a disease and, and I just can't help it because it's a disease, Heidi. So you relapse, you know, that's what you do. Actually, that's not how this thing works. This is a disorder, like a psychological disorder and that kind of a brain mental disorder more than it is a disease like cancer. You know, if I had cancer and I did everything I could do to put my cancer in remission, 
um, the cancer could still come back, right? Like, oh my God, I did everything. I ate right. I slept. I exercised. I took care of my mind. I did all the things and the cancer still returned. But addiction isn't like that. It's more like diabetes. You know, if you do everything, you can have a propensity for it. But if you do everything you need to do in order to keep your addiction in remission, it will stay there. Nobody just works their ass off and wakes up fucking high. Okay, that's not how this thing works. Now, it's really important that you as a family member know this information so that when your act or alcoholic relationship tells you this bullshit, well, I just relapse because it's a disease and you don't have any compassion and you'll never understand it because you don't understand addiction. And that's a, no, you don't understand addiction. Now, I understand addiction now because Heidi taught me and I, I got educated and I went through her course and now I know. So you're not going to pull the wool over my eyes anymore. And thank God that's so empowering for you and the addict or alcoholic that you go, no, honey, that's, that's not how this thing works. You know, and your addict or alcoholic that you're in a relationship with, by the way, is more than welcome to come with me inside of this course. Okay. And take the program with you. I love that. I love to have that dynamic. Okay. And only the people that are willing to be well are the ones that come into that course. So that's a really good indicator that they're willing to do that. And, and they can come in with you for free. All right. That's how, that's how committed I am to helping your relationship. All right. A two for one. <laughs> okay. So education in my course, inside my program, inside my coaching container, I educate you on exactly how addiction happens. Of course, there are also videos here. I'll be happy to link some of those. The best explanation of addiction ever is one of those. Um, oh, I'm going to put the time of where I'm at right now. So I know where to insert that video. That's a great video to go watch. But again, it's it's like we can piecemeal this together and watch video after video, or you can come into one place, one container, get my expertise, my brilliance poured into you live every single week where we can develop a relationship together. But there's so much to learn about addiction education. There is so much misinformation, so many myths that we're still believing and perpetuating about addiction. Like we have no, like the actor alcoholic has no control. They absolutely the only thing they don't have control over is when they're in active addiction. When they're in active addiction, there is no control. That's where they lie to themselves. Oh, I can control my use. No, you really can't. When they're in recovery, they're in control. They're back in control. That's what recovery is. Recovery is control over addiction. <laughs> I mean, I'm probably saying it a different way than a lot of people have ever heard. How do I know that? Because when I would teach this in the treatment center, the thousands of addicts and alcoholics would go, holy shit, the way you describe this to me has literally changed my life because now I know why I use, how it happens. Now I can be in control of my life. I understand things better. People eight years sober, 10 years sober, message me every single day. Heidi, thank God you taught me all that stuff. It really changed my life. And I want to teach it to you so that we're all on the same page. All right, let's move on. The I in our acronym is when you're dealing with an addict or an alcoholic, you have to know your identity, meaning what role are you okay to play in this and what role is totally dysfunctional for you to play in this relationship. Many of you have been, you identify as the wife or the husband or the partner or the girlfriend or the boyfriend or the parent but you, but you don't act like that. Instead, you act like a warden. You act like a drug and alcohol treatment center. You drive people to meetings and drop them off and have them send pictures of whenever they come out of the meeting. You dole out their medications. You're, you're a pharmacist and you make sure they take so many. You are a bar 
you you are an Uber driver. Um, you will drive people to places to get stuff. Now, how do I know this? Well, I've heard it from hundreds of families over and over again. Well, I just give them so many pills and, and try to detox them. And I Googled how to detox somebody. So your treatment center, you're a sober coach. You learn all this stuff and then you go try to coach them. And you learn inside of my uh, program what it means to just be a partner and a spouse again versus a drug and alcohol treatment center. But you do need that education on who does what, who's supposed to do what, where, where is your role and what is the role of other people? What should recovery look like when somebody gets out? If, if I'm playing the role of partner and I'm not a sober coach anymore, or halfway house, what role do I play in this? And those are the things that you need to learn so that you can support and encourage recovery, which is one of our other things, one of our other things in our acronym. So I don't want to get ahead of myself, but you've got to know the role that you've been playing and how the role of treatment center has been hurting or helping and, and what actually hurts and what actually helps. So you learn how just to be a wife again, how just to be a husband again. What does that look like? It looks like you getting very clear on exactly what type of relationship you want, you getting very clear on what type of marriage, um, dynamic partnership you want, and you sticking to that and, and figuring out the next thing we move into. I forgot to see, which comes is in there as well. Um, one of the things you need to learn once you figure out, you know, you're educated and you've gotten that addiction education, you, you've gotten that discernment about what's going on. You, you've got to learn how to now communicate with your loved one. Let's be real. You guys are not communicating in this dynamic at all. You're trying to talk to them when they're drunk. You've had hour long conversations with somebody when they're high or drunk, and you feel like you've got somewhere in that conversation. How do I know I used to do it with my dad on the porch? For hours and hours on end, I sit out there with him and he'd tell me how he's trying to get this monkey off his back and he'd be half asleep, falling asleep with his flask in his shoe and his sock, you know, his old white pull-up socks and be a flask in there. And I'd be thinking, man, you know, dad's apologizing. He's crying even. He's telling me how much he wants to get better. I'm making headway here. He's hearing me. But the reality is he was drunk as drunk as hell. Okay. There was nothing landing. You will understand when you get the education from me that we're talking to an after alcoholic when they're under the influence is like talking to a toddler about your dissertation, your thesis that you're writing and they're, and they're making smiles and you think they're getting it. I mean, <laughs> nobody's home in addiction. So we have to learn how and when to communicate with your loved one, especially if it's about setting boundaries with them how to set those boundaries. And Lord knows you're going to need a lot of help on the follow through. Well, Heidi, I, what am I going to tell him? They're going to have to kill, kick him out. He won't leave. He's the one that earns all the money or she says that I don't want to kick her out of the house. We've got kids. You have so much to consider here in this dynamic. So it's really important that you work with somebody who knows all those moving parts and pieces and how to help you articulate those boundaries, but first help you come up with what the hell they are. Now, if you're, if you're, if you're thinking, yeah, this sounds good. I just want to start with the boundaries. I do have a boundary chorus up on my site. It's boundaries with an addict. You can get it right now, get immediate access to all four weeks at one time. I hope you don't binge watch all four weeks. I mean, it's supposed to be a month long course, but you can go purchase that right now and download it and have immediate access at HeidiRain.com. Just start with the boundaries. And if you feel like that was good information, then you will definitely want to consider coming into the program. Maybe that's how you get your toe wet with me. You figure out that one, okay? So after we learn how to communicate, we learn our identity, then we go into detachment. Now, this is a highly misunderstood concept of detachment. Many times you will hear your friends and your loved ones who just have the best intentions tell you things like, well, if I were you, I'd just 
to get a divorce. Just kick them out. Just turn my back. Just walk away. Just let them go. And you're thinking, well, that sounds horrifying because what's at stake for you isn't like, oh, I'll just, yeah, let them deal with this on their own. You think if you leave, they'll die. There's a different level of pressure on you than the ordinary marriage, the ordinary person. You are under an extreme amount of pressure, extreme. And so we need to help you learn how you're going to detach and what you're going to detach from. And there are actually three different things we walk through in this course just to talk about detachment alone. How do you detach from uh, how they get well? How do you detach from trying to control everything? How do you detach from that? That is going to create so much anxiety in you when you start to pull back and be a wife or husband again or a partner again and you stop being a treatment center. You're not going to know what the hell to do with yourself. So there's lots of things that are going to come up along the way that I need to walk you through and help you, help you process. Um, you, you don't realize this yet, but, and maybe you do. And if you do, that's great because we can really get to work on it right away. When you're a fixer and you have a fixer personality pattern, in your relationship and you've gotten into this dynamic, maybe blindsided, not knowing, but now you're committed and you're doing everything you can to help manage or mitigate their addiction. When I tell you, we go through this process and you learn how to, how to detach and what to detach from, you're afraid that many of you are afraid that your value is going to be going away. Well, if I stop caring so much and doing everything, like well, what's, I'm going to look like I don't care. They're not going to love me because I'm not now pouring into them. We really get our signals crossed as far as believing that our love and our worthiness depends upon how great of a job we do fixing somebody and getting them well. And that's just a lie that we believe. So many times when we're working together, it's about excavating that root lie so that you can manage the anxiety that's going to come from letting go and learning what to let go from. There are very specific things you need to learn there. So detachment is key. I also have an incredible process called the rapid detachment method, which helps you discern if you should stay or go. So if that's, that's where in the course of the 12 weeks, like towards the end, we are, depending upon when you join, cause you can, you can join, um, now, and we will get to that soon. I don't know when you're watching this, so it's coming here, yeah, whenever you join, but the, the, the rapid detachment method is really going to help you know, should you stay or should you go for good? And it's designed that way because I have, I've had, I had to find it, it was developed out of necessity. I had to find a way to help people figure out and discern what was really going on in the relationship and if it was going to be salvageable or not. And this is really the key. This, this alone is worth the whole entire course. The whole entire coaching component is worth just learning this method. And then the last thing that we're going to learn uh, it, together, and you need to learn in order to be good at helping your loved one recover is um, what's enabling, what's enabling addiction and what's supporting recovery. When your loved one gets in or out of recovery, there are very specific things you need to do very specific ways you need to be with them, work with them, help them. It's things you do that are very unhelpful and things that you can do that will be the game changer as far as helping your loved one make the choice to stay in their recovery and knowing exactly what to do if they don't and how to uh, help them if they're relapsed, what a relapse looks like, uh, what you should do about it, helping you again set those boundaries so that you know, and it looks very clear on exactly what that kind of behavioral contract is going to look like when your loved one is getting better or not. Now, again, these are the six 
overarching principles, the things that we need to learn in order to navigate this addiction and help your loved one be well and restore sanity and peace to your family. Inside of each of these six things are the little tiny nuances and different kind of components that make up the whole package. So this is a really good place to start. Now I want to encourage you, instead of binge watching videos and trying to piecemeal this together, go ahead and join the course, join the live coaching program, because that is going to be the support you need. That is going to be the live interaction, questions and answering, the live training that you need. Of course, you're going to have a whole library to go through at your leisure too. All the calls are recorded. You can go back. But to get this information disseminated live to you every single week, to have that Q&A session with me over Zoom where you're able to ask your questions, to have email access to me to be able to ask your questions and have me write back direct answers. Here's what to say. Here's what to do. I mean, that is really priceless. And it's it's an investment that's worth every penny, even though I believe it's it's very affordable. And, and especially based upon the results that we're getting and the life-changing information that we're disseminating in that course. So if that sounds like something you're interested in, go over to HeidiRain.com, schedule a complimentary consultation. Or if you're ready to sign up and you know that's what you want to do, just go ahead and make a comment on this video below and say, yep, I want to sign up for the course. Can you give me the link? And I will communicate with you and get you signed up right away. Okay. If you know that's undoubtedly exactly what you need, and many of you will. If you want to go get that boundary course, you can get that right now. It's on my website. I think it's like 250 bucks. I'll just tell you that now. It's a four part, four, four trainings. My husband is in that video with me role playing. So I, that video is perfect. Um, those, those, that training is a four week training. It's perfect because it's geared towards boundaries with addicts and alcoholics. So it's going to teach you what's the boundary formula, why boundaries fail, how to get clarity on exactly what you want, how to articulate it. My husband and I role play, my cat's acting crazy. My husband and I role play different scenarios for you so that you can see how this conversation should go. And so far, the feedback for this course has been amazing. Just that boundary standalone. That's a standalone course. That's something you do on your own. There's no coaching with that. The deeper dive program is the 12 week container that I hold. And that is the addiction recovery breakthrough uh, program. All right. So hopefully this clears this up. Um, hopefully you understand now you have a better idea of exactly how I can help you and how you can help yourself and your family get started on this journey to recovery for the whole entire family. All right. I love you so much. I hope this has been helpful. Again, go to HeidiRain.com and schedule a consultation or purchase your boundary um, course. And I look forward to helping you more and more and deepening our connection and deepening our relationship and serving you and your family every step of the way on this journey. I'll see you really soon. Take excellent care. Bye-bye.